This is the first of a series of podcasts focusing on social policy. Each podcast will be accompanied by a PowerPoint presentation. As you listen to the podcast, you will find it helpful to read the corresponding PowerPoint. This podcast is entitled, What is Social Policy? I hope that this study of social policy will be both challenging and interesting to you. As a practicing social worker, I have found that I cannot deliver effective services to my clients without a firm understanding of how policy impacts and shapes the services I'm delivering to them. I have found that policy over the past 40 years that I've been a social worker has changed considerably and altered what we do, how we do and provide services to clients, how we fund services, who's eligible for services. All of these issues impact not only you as a potential administrator, but also as a direct provider of services to clients. So as we begin, we have the question of what is social policy? Social policy has been described in a variety of ways. T.H. Marshall talked about it as the actions of government that have a direct impact on the welfare of people by providing services and income. Others have described it as guidelines that support a decision-making process. Or, in the words of others, they are responses to societal needs and political pressures. They're measures to distribute power. Policy provides a way to make corrections of the inequities to improve the conditions of disadvantaged people. What we get as we look at all of the definitions of policy, we find that it becomes a collective strategy to address social problems. In particular, we'll be focusing in this course on not only what is social policy, but how has policy impacted the institution of social welfare? In particular, those programs and services that are designed to assist the needs of disadvantaged, of people who have fallen in some way through the safety networks that we have in our society. In particular, we will look at the institution of social welfare as it makes provision for those in need and look at the particular factors that have shaped the unique way that we have provided for those in need in the United States. Thus, social policy really takes on a problem-centered approach. It's a response to a social problem. Specific conditions in the external world 
are perceived as being sufficiently harmful to merit social intervention. Think only today of the current health care debate. Will we really achieve health care reform? In part, we have to be clear what we're really talking about. To a great extent, while we talk about health care reform, we're really talking about health insurance reform. We're not talking about the delivery of health care services. We're not talking about who provides those services. What we're really talking about is access to health insurance. So as we debate that issue, it becomes vitally important to be very clear and specific about what we're talking about. In later podcasts, we'll be looking at issues related to values in social welfare, because what we find, again, using the healthcare debate as our guideline, values really shape not only how we define what the problem really is, but it defines our response to that particular need. So look at this course and hopefully it will be one that will be both interesting and challenging to you. We'll further look at issues of inequality in the American dream how the distribution of wealth in this country is very skewed, and we'll look at historical factors of the development of social welfare policy in this country. As we begin, it's important to recognize that we talk about different levels of policy. Not always are we focused on national policy but oftentimes on local agency policy, community policy, state policy. And it's important then to recognize that as we talk about macro level policy, we're really talking about the broad laws, regulations, or guidelines that provide the basic framework for the provision of services and benefits. Policy is made not only in terms of legislative initiative and change, but also comes through administrative rulemaking. Um, oftentimes, perhaps the most pervasive policy uh, that impacts us really comes through administrative rulemaking. The rules that the Department of Health and Human Services uh, proclamates in the Federal Register that will impact uh, how we deliver services, how states get funded, all really have a very much of a direct impact on, on the services we provide. In addition, courts also impact social policy. And in particular, as we look at issues relating to um, social justice, we've often had to turn to the courts to find redress. Uh, voting rights, um, civil rights, uh, rights for women, 
uh, sexual harassment, job discrimination. All of these have really come about through uh, judicial decision-making that has then resulted in legislative uh, change. So we have the, the macro-level policy at the broad level, but at the meso-level, we have the administrative policy that organizations generate to direct and regularize their operations, personnel policy, financial policy, the standard operating procedures of uh, your agency, all have a very direct bearing on how you deliver services to clients. And we can also then look at micro-level policy that is this translation of macro and meso-level policy into actual services to clients. So as we look at policy, we look at what are the forces or factors that tend to shape social policy. Whenever we're confronted by a problem, we often first look at past solutions. That's number one. What did we do before? When we had a problem, how did we solve it previously? So we turn to the past to see if that can be a guide for us. In addition, we have concerns about human character, the moral issues. Will it cause people to become lazy, not work, shirk their responsibility? We have concerns about industrial output and economic process. The economic issues then, so to speak. In the case of, of national health uh, debate, we're currently looking in that area at um, what about providing services to those who are not in the country illegally? And we've said, no, that's a moral issue. That's wrong. Um, people will debate that. Is it wrong? Is it not wrong? But that is essentially an example of a moral issue. Economic issues. What's the impact on small businesses, large corporations? Will it result in uh, increasing the premiums for the average uh, middle-class couple? Or will it lower your premiums? What will be the impact economically on people, on companies, on the gross national product? Can we afford it as a country? Political acceptability. Where does it fall? Can we get enough votes to pass it? All of these become critical questions along with the last factor is the ease of administration. Can this be a policy that can be easily implemented without the creation of a tremendous new large-scale bureaucracy? So in terms of social policy and social work, policy specifies the rules and regulations that govern developing and operating social programs. Policy determines the mechanisms for financing services. Policy outlines employment opportunities for social workers. Determines the characteristics of the clients. Determines the major goals of service. So policy is not just for administrators. Policy is really for practitioners. As a good practitioner, we must strive to understand the policy
policy that shapes the very nature of the services we provide and to whom we can provide it. As we end, I hope that this provides you then with a sound basis for beginning your exploration of social policy.